the Apostle Paul met 12 men at Ephesus, whom he perceived to be believers. The writer Luke deemed this meeting important enough to record the questions asked and the answers given in your New Testament. We are exploring this conversation as recorded in Acts chapter 19 today in today's edition of Salvation Essentials. I am your host, Mark Parker. By Luke's account, I do not know if there was small talk or not. The purpose of Luke's writing was not to reveal minor chit-chat, but to report on matters of major importance in the preaching of the gospel through the first century church and its spreading influence throughout the first century. In Ephesus, Paul addressed 12 disciples of John the Baptist with the question, Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? The asking of that simple question by the apostle to these Gentile men make clear certain truths about receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let's briefly examine them today. Number one, Paul did not hold the view that when one believes, they are automatically spirit-filled. Here, he asked those whom he presumed to be believers if they had received the Holy Ghost since they believed. If receiving the Spirit were automatic, this would be a senseless question. Some may say they had not received it because they were disciples of John rather than disciples of Jesus. But the point I'm making here is Paul did not know they were disciples of John until they told him so. When he asked, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed, he obviously had mistaken them to be disciples of Jesus Christ. He thought it possible for one to believe and yet not have been filled with the Spirit. Believing and being baptized in the Spirit are related yet distinct. However, according to the Bible, it is the will of God that those who believe receive. John chapter 7 verse 39. Jesus expected those who desire the Spirit to be willing to ask and seek for it until they receive it. As he said in Luke chapter 11 and verse 9, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. In the 13th verse, of Luke 11, Jesus continued where he speaks of the heavenly father giving the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. So the asking, seeking, and knocking was related to receiving the Holy Spirit. It's believing, but it's more than believing. Number two, by asking of this question, it should be obvious that Paul did not see the experience of the Holy Ghost as merely being an added blessing to being saved, but rather it was a salvation essential. 
connected with believing in Jesus Christ and water baptism. In that Christ was to be the one who would baptize with the Holy Ghost, as John the Baptist preached, to experience Christ would be to be baptized in the Spirit. As Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8, verse 9, Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Thirdly, it reminds the reader that the Holy Ghost was not only received by the apostles, are those present at Pentecost, but to as many as the Lord our God shall call, as Peter said in Acts chapter 2, verse 39. Number four, this also shows that the imparting of the gift of the Holy Ghost was greater than a mere anointing to preach the gospel. It was a salvation essential. The questions Paul asked had nothing to do with these men of Ephesus receiving ability to preach, but everything to do with their place in Christ Jesus. When they were disciples of John, they were baptized by John's baptism. When they become disciples of Jesus, they would be baptized in water in his name and be baptized in the Spirit. These 12 men responded, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Although John the Baptist had preached that the one who came after him would baptize with the Holy Ghost, it seems they were not aware the time had come when they could receive the promised experience. These men at Ephesus were oblivious to the fact that the Holy Ghost was available, therefore, they did not seek to receive it. Unto what then were ye baptized? Paul asked. They answered, John's baptism. Paul then quoted the teaching of John and reminded them that John had directed the people to believe on Jesus Christ. The word of truth opened the understanding of the twelve, and they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Acts chapter 19, verse 5. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. There are many who have been erroneously convinced that the gift of the Holy Ghost is not for people to receive today. They, like the 12 men at Ephesus, because of their lack of expectation, seem content with their lack of experience. If you are one who has not yet received the Holy Spirit, I wish to awaken you today that you can experience the promise. The Apostle Peter preached in Acts chapter 2, verse 39, the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. This is in reference to the gift of the Holy Ghost or the promise of the Father, which Peter mentioned in the previous verse. It is no coincidence that God inspired Peter to quote the prophet Joel in his Pentecost message, and it shall come to pass, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, Acts chapter 2, verse 17. Since the death, burial, 
and resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost is available to those who believe and obey the gospel. Today, I leave you with two essentials. I invite you to search the scripture to see if these things are true. Number one, the 12 men at Ephesus were baptized in water in the name of the Lord Jesus. Biblical fact. They were baptized in the name of the one in whom they professed to believe for their salvation. This was clearly the practice throughout the book of Acts. Essential number two, Paul asked a relevant question about receiving the Holy Ghost. It was not only relevant to those 12 men in Acts 19, but it is still a relevant question today. Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believed?